0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 460, Podcasting Patent Troll. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com Podcast.
1: Welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. We're um you know, the weird thing, we're actually starting earlier than we normally do, but later than we have for the, the last few weeks. And actually a little bit even later than that, because Gaz and I have been screwing around just yakking back and forth before we started the show. So, anyway, welcome everyone. How are you all today? And I'll wait for you to reply. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, hmm. hi, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. uh hi, yeah. Oh, yes Hi, yeah. Hey, how you yeah, doing? No, I, I, was, I was saying hi to the listeners who were replying. Oh, wow, boy, they're a noisy bunch, aren't they? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm very well, thank you, Guy. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. I went down to um, uh, visit my son, Guy, this morning, and uh, he's he's taking some summer classes at his college. Okay. And after, after we went and had, like, a late breakfast, um... You know, he he's actually in like a little apartment right now, as compared like, to like. Is that like second breakfast? Yeah, hobbies. yeah, is yeah, pretty much. Right uh, though actually, I I purposely did not eat. Uh, now, all right, you know where he likes to go when I go down to visit him? Where he likes to go for breakfast is this chain of restaurants called the Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. and he always gets the same thing. He gets like this healthy kind of breakfasty thing. Yep. But then he and he always says this to to the waitress. He says, "And I'd like a steak for dessert." And he orders like a, a small steak to go with it. <laughs> and I just sit there and go, "Yeah, okay." Now oh, your family's
0: weird. Yeah, well, absolutely not going to argue that point. <laughs> okay, you got any apple or mac related stuff going on in your life this week? Uh,
1: well, actually, you, now, now I think I've talked to you about this like you know off the the record kind of thing. I've always kind of wanted one of those clam cases for the iPad. Right. And I I have to say, you know, I went ahead and finally, you know, uh, you know, pulled the trigger, as they say. And I got one. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pull the trigger. And it, it came in the mail. And I took it out and I put my iPad in it. And I was I was really shocked at how heavy It was, especially with the iPad in it. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen one or or messed around with one. I haven't. No, I haven't. As a case, I mean, it, it completely protects... The, the iPad. Absolutely no doubt about it. You could, what, what from dropping and for, you know, from that sort of stuff? you could probably you know, like set it on top of a nuclear bomb and you know it might get a little singed, but yeah, it's it's just like heavy duty plastic. Probably a bit over the top though. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, maybe. You know, I, I, I certainly don't want just to be to there when them. they actually <laughs> test it. <laughs> Imagine going to the US government. Yeah, we need to test this iPad case. Could, do you yeah. have any spare nukes that you're not using? Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, there's one. <laughs> Damn, the case didn't. Work. Huh. Hmm. Well, no, actually, it's still in peace, and we expect it to come down out of orbit sometime in the next six months. Anyway, um, as a case. The nuclear- <laughs> it survived the nuclear blast. It didn't survive re <laughs> entry. <laughs> so. Anyway, so as as a case, it's it's very, very well done. And the most amazing part uh, of the Clam case is the hinge because, you know, you open it up. And it doesn't – now, one thing that did disappoint me – now, when you close it, of course, the iPad, you know, an iPad, um, I guess, 3 and up. Which one was it where they had the magnets in to make it go to sleep? Was that the second one, second gen?
0: Um, Or was it the third gen? You know, I can't remember now. Well, think, that's okay. I think it was the third gen, actually.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that myself. But anyway, so when, when you close it, it's got something in there that, that makes the iPad go to sleep. Nice. However, there's no, like, small magnets uh, inside the case to hold it closed, and there's no latch or anything like that. So as you're holding it, there's, like, a, a little tiny gap that you yeah. can see, which is kind of disappointing considering how expensive this case is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does protect the, the iPad really well. I I really like the keyboard. The keyboard, um, you know, I've I've tried a lot of different keyboards for the iPad, (laughs) and a lot of times, tell me about it. Yeah, a lot of times, especially with Bluetooth keyboards, there's like this lag problem. Uh, Not that is doesn't seem to be the case with the clam case. It it seems to work really, really well. And as soon as I hit a key, it pops up right on the screen. You know, no fuss, no muss. And but the the very best part of this case uh, is the hinge. I I don't know where they, you know, they they put a lot of time and effort into making this hinge cuz you can basically put it at any angle and it just sticks right there. And they also have it so that you can turn the the iPad like all the way around so where it's flat, you know, facing out and basically just use it as a really really heavy um uh tablet. Extremely heavy and and thick tablet. <laughs> but uh yeah i I don't know how happy I'm gonna be with uh with the clam case, so i'm I'm well, gu- guessing at some point in the future, I'll be getting another keyboard case of of one kind or another, or'll well, ta something on the have. tweet
0: you know after you've spent a bit more time with it, and- yeah. Yeah, because I've just got one of these wraparound cases, you know, a little bit like the original Apple case that came out, which, by the way, I still think was one of the best cases I ever had for my iPad. I know a lot of people thought they were rubbish, but actually, I had mine on the first gen, and I sold it with the first gen when I got rid of it, and it was still in... It looked almost new because it cleaned really well, and it was still working fine. So, I know a lot of people hated them, but I thought that case that uh, they did was really good. And I got a a leather imitation leather one for the iPad three that I've got, and it it, it's all right, but it, it. it doesn't you – know, it's not a patch on the original um, Apple case that came. Right. Uh, and I'm still looking around for one. And I, I keep wondering whether I'm going to get one with an in, integral Bluetooth or integral keyboard. But um, we shall have to see. Well, I, I, I did kind of like the uh, the Kensington <laughs> one. The problem I've got is I play a lot of games on the iPad. Right. So it, it's got to be a detachable keyboard because I hold the iPad. You know, you know I'm into real racing. No. Say so – Say it ain't so and <laughs> and it's, it's you know you have to hold it and you steer. So adding that extra weight probably wouldn't would be disadvantageous if I could say the word for me. So uh we we'll have try. to see. We'll have to
1: see. I'm not gonna try to say that word. <laughs> yeah. You probably would not be happy with the clam case because like I said, right. it, it adds quite a bit of weight and uh, quite a bit of thickness. Yeah. But uh, other than that. You know, and and the fact that it it hasn't yet been tested with uh, nuclear blast into orbit. No,
0: that no, which is a bit of a downer, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm. St- <clears throat> Do you remember i I got on the back of one of our reviews that uh, Veo uh, speaker. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, well, I'm still using it, and it's still it's a great little speaker stand. I could still recommend it to anybody. There, it's just terrific. Um, I can't remember which um, which podcast that was. Now it was a. a a number back, wasn't it? Three or four, possibly even five back. Yeah, but, probably. Uh, still, it still gets used. It's, uh, I think it's the VO360 uh, uh, that they use. Yeah, it's but, a Bluetooth,
1: um, Bluetooth keyboard. I'm oh, sorry. One. Not a, a Bluetooth. Speaker. Oh, God. Speaker.
0: <laughs> Bluetooth yeah. speaker. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Anyway, um, I've been doing a little with the GoPro. We went out for about a two-hour and ten-minute walk today. And nice. I was taking some pictures. I basically fixed the GoPro onto my rucksack that I've got. Um, and um, set it off. And I've learned a few lessons hmm, about mm. the uh, the time that I take uh, between shots because I wanted – people have said to me, um, you're probably better off doing mm. video rather than doing time-lapse when it comes to walking because I've seen a few walking time-lapse videos using the, the camera, whether it be a GoPro or, you know, any other – type of camera which you can use uh, as long as you can fix it to your body in some some manner and they all looked a bit jerky as if you could see the person you know taking each step you know one shot would be slightly right. down the next shot would be slightly up but i'm not sure whether they were videos and they tried to stutter them anyway i'm gonna try and take a time time lapse uh Im- imagery but the, the one i did today was Ten seconds apart, you know, between each photo. Right now, you
1: just you, you can you can set that in in the software, right?
0: You, to take can, a picture you can set every 10 it on seconds. the camera. Yes, you can set it on the camera. So right, I think cool. you can do it. You can do it down to half a second, or every seconds, one seconds, two seconds, five seconds, ten seconds, or, or whatever you want to do. Because obviously, you might be taking a picture of a landscape, you know, with the clouds going overhead. And in that case, you wouldn't have to take one every. You might take one every. Ten or fifteen or twenty seconds, maybe, or possibly every minute. Um, but I wanted to take one every ten seconds. But it's too far apart. When I when I created, so I brought all the images back onto my Mac, and then used QuickTime um, Pro because I've got a, a, a software license for QuickTime to, uh, QuickTime Pro Seven. I've it right. for. A long time, actually. And what you can do is in QuickTime Pro is um, select. You go in and uh, now I I should say this while I'm doing it rather than try and remember it. So if I just bring up QuickTime 7, um, what you've got is an option in file to actually open image sequence. And you go into open image sequence. You find the folder with all of your images. You click on the first image, and then it will create a time-lapse video, you have to export it in the various different formats. Right, right. But I, I set it up incorrectly at the start by saying, you know, I want this at, like, 50 frames a second, else it's going to take too long. Well, you know, one image every 10 seconds over two hours, is, it still doesn't come out in a very long <laughs> film. <laughs> uh, and I've got an app, which I should have used. I've actually used it in the past. I should have used it today, uh, which is going to be my pick later. Um, but, when I got back and I created this film it was it, it, it was too jerky because the imagery was too far apart every ten seconds, the image changed so dramatically that 's because I walked so fast of course right right. Um, lie um <laughs> but the image did change so much it wasn't very smooth so i think i've learned a lesson there to uh you know slightly adjust the ca- the angle of the camera and also because there were one or two shots where you could see at my nose
1: Ooh.
0: <clears throat> yeah that's not so good uh in well fact, now
1: you know I have, in, in i, I, I know movie, in iMovie there is a way to uh what do they call that um it- where, where it'll take out some of the jerkiness and, and kind of, you know, smooth- Well,
0: yeah, but it, the, the problem is, Guy, it, couldn't, it wouldn't be able to take out the jerkiness because the image, the, every picture is too different. Where there were stretches where we were going on a fairly long stretch of similar background, it was fine. But when it was changing from one picture to another, which changed fairly dramatically, that imagery was too jerky. Oh, now, oh if, So if you if, were going up
1: like a hill or, or something or like that. Or going
0: around you know, around a corner through a village, turning corners, you know, the, right. the imagery changed so dramatically that it, it just made the picture too jerky. Not that it was jerky within, you know, the the image itself or the right. uh, I think we're talking about stabilisation here, Yes, which is yes, maybe exactly. something I'll I'll try and do late, you know, another stage if I need to. Um, but the, the the next walk we go on, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down to about five seconds, or I might even do two seconds, um, and <laughs> two hours. Ten seconds. It's still only about twenty seconds long. In the film. So, <laughs> well, you, had, you, know, you said you said fifty frames a second, right? And, and it is about. Well, yeah, that was one. That was a mistake I made at the start when I was doing the QuickTime Pro. But wh- what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and go through this, and I think we'll have a discussion once I've got this working right, so people can see okay, cool. what I've done and, and how I've done it. So I've still got a, a few tricks and a, you know a process to learn. Um, but if, if what? I can you're, get you're that, not already it, an expert. I'm close. I'm close, but I probably wouldn't earn any money on it. Ah, okay. Now, if we go over to MyMac.com recent articles, <laughs> this won't take long. Um, no. But do you want to take the first half, and I'll take the second <laughs> half? <laughs> okay. So um, you nod. You nod your head when you want me to take over. Ah, uh, you want me to uh, nod my head? Hit it. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a bit light this week folks over <laughs> at the MindMap.com website. As you yeah. can tell, and we have just one article, and I'll tell you what guy, it's probably best that you just take it.
1: Okay, the uh the Mindshift Gear Rotation 180 Professional Camera Pack. This is a guest review by Wabud. Bob Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Photographers love camera bags. when you say it right. I know. I I know, I know, but he's a guest. So yeah. I felt like, oh, okay, you know what? He's going to come you back felt and say. guilty, didn't you? I
0: did. I did feel guilty. Well, you know,
1: if, if, if it was like John or, or
0: Elisa next or. Time, next time. Next time. It, next time you feel guilty, leave it until the end of the review because he'll be, the person listening will be fuming until you get to the end and then they'll realize. And then they will be,
1: ah, it's a joke. Ha Ha-ha. ha.
0: Ha 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 ha. Okay. Uh, moving
1: on. <laughs> moving on. Photographers love camera bags. Many of us have several bags varying in size and configuration to fit various missions. I am not immune to this addiction. I just counted the photo bags I have on the shelf and I don't want to share that number with you. Oh, well then why even bring it up, Bob? Huh? <laughs> yeah, Bob, come on. Come on, You're a great man. The people at Mindshift Gear have added to this galaxy of choices with the Rotation 180. This is a back backpack Whew! This is a backpack-style bag that has superior fit, finish, build quality, and materials. The attention to details extends to design with the photographer's mind in mind. Wow. That's kind of odd. Uh, Just walking down the street, it appears like a plain old backpack and does not announce that it contains several thousand dollars of equipment waiting to be converted into cash. But you just told us that, Bob. (laughs) <laughs> but in use, both the upper and lower sections are accessible. Accessible without taking the pack off and laying it on the ground, thus keeping your, the pack and your equipment clean, dry, and in your control. Wob gives it a my
0: Mac review rating of eight out of ten. Now this is an expensive camera bag, but actually I, I've had a look at one or two of the videos of this bag, and it is quite nifty because it's it's got a bag. At the bottom section, which is on kind of the belt of the rucksack itself, which you can undetach and then twist the bag round to be like um, a belly bag at the front. So you could then obviously grab your camera and any accessories, or if you want to change some lenses because you've already got your camera out, and then you can swizzle it back around your waist, back into the backpack at the back. So it's, it's, it's a neat bag, but it, it's not cheap, folks. It's not cheap. No, but, and, um, and swizzle and, and- is now a new word for the MyMac. Podcast. Swizzle, 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 <laughs> and um, <laughs> the, and the review itself is a lot longer than that as well. I know we we went a bit long because there was only the one this week, but there, actually it's quite a, a big uh, intensive review there. So go over and take a look. Yep. Uh, why okay. don't you take us to yeah. the the G plus yeah. guys? I will do. Um, the G men welcome Carl Madam. Hi Carl. Hello Carl. So, uh, he's a guy. Actually, he's from the British Tech Network. And I've spoken to Carl on uh, a few times. He's a good guy. We I, are, I already hate him for reasons. Yes, I know you do. We welcome. Well, we welcomed him to the community. Uh, though Guy is a bit upset because Carl is taller than Guy. <laughs> we even let him in without a TSA-style pat down. But we won't rule that out for the future, folks. So be careful. <laughs> no, we
1: won't. And and I will insist. On a TSA-style pat-down if
0: we ever meet in person. Yeah, Well, you might do. You might do. Now, Tim, it, it's all a bit quiet on the Apple front, on the Google front, on the Twitter front, on the Facebook, Facebook front, front. All, all of that, but this week, a certain gentleman went to um, All Things D, or the D conference, whatever it's named. Right. Uh, a guy who's, I don't know, something to do with Apple or something, I, I'm not quite sure. He's got something to do with it. And a lot of people were <laughs> expecting... I, well, it seemed as though a lot of people were expecting him to say a lot of stuff. And I thought, he's not going to say a word. We're talking about Tim Cook, by the way, folks, right. just in case you're not sure. Um, and All Things D is basically a conference where lots of digital um, glitterati, let's put it that way, are interviewed... Um, by now, who is it? Carol, is it Karen Swish, Swisher? Yeah, Swisher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Walt Mossberg. Walt Mossberg, yeah.
1: And, and I it, heard- but they don't always—they don't always do people that are that are actually involved in tech. Because I know on more than one occasion they've had Steve Ballmer from Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mean sometimes. Um. <laughs> Like I said, you know, I, I've said this before. Sometimes things, as as we're progressing in the show, things come into my head,
0: and they must be said. I any, will not be any, denied. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, a lot of people, or oh, I, I got the impression that a lot of people were thinking that he might say something about some release of some new software, hardware, yeah. or, or something. And he's not going to say anything. I mean, as hard as they tried, which I didn't think they tried particularly hard, to be honest with you. No. Um, he, he really didn't say very much. And I've got to say, at the start, the first 15, 20 minutes, I wasn't that impressed, Guy. have you, Have you watched it? Uh no I haven't but I I
1: kind of knew going in that quite a bit of time was going to be spent on the whole stupid you know Apple has you know all this money stashed away in some other country and quite honestly the that whole story does not
0: interest me at all Well they didn't they didn't go on about that too much to be perfectly honest with you and I think you know they almost congratulated uh, Apple and Tim Cook for putting it back in the hands of where it should be but I I just wasn't impressed with his delivery and I, I, I thought oh dear this is not, I'm not enjoying this at all and I think he, he got a bit better as it went on but um, I must admit I've, I've not watched too many of these interviews I have watched, I think I watched his last year and I've watched um, a couple that Steve did and there was one with Steve and um, Bill Gates uh, a couple of years ago Right, that was that was a good one yeah, that was quite a good one. Um, but,
1: but well, well you yeah. have to remember, Steve Jobs. He was he was he was a showman. You know, he was he was Mr. Showman, wasn't he, he? Was he was he could come in and you could ask him a direct question, and he would not only deflect off of that question, but he would make you, as the questioner, no longer care about it and care more about whatever it was that he deflected you with in the first place, because mm-hmm. he he just had that ability. And you know Tim Cook is a you know he he's not he's not he's a missed, visionary you know he's a
0: professional isn't he really
1: yeah yeah he's yeah. he's the kind of guy that you want to run your company if you are manufacturing a lot of things and you want someone that knows that process really well and there's absolutely no doubt I mean that was why Jobs brought Cook in was was to manage that kind of stuff. And Cook has been, you know, smart enough to well, realize that he that that's not his thing. No, so he's I'm sure, promoted I'm, Johnny
0: Ive. Will you let me finish? Yes, I will <laughs> let you finish. Sorry. 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 I'm sure he's, he's quite passionate about Apple and about the ethos of Apple. And you was going to go on to say, you know, the way he's brought Johnny Ive in, presumably, to the iOS to manage right. that sort um, uh, of it. But his passion just doesn't come over very well. That's, that's – uh, that's all I'm going to say, and he certainly didn't say anything other than they are very interested in wearable computing. Very interested. Yeah. So quite, quite what that means, we shall have to wait and see. Because he certainly <laughs> he didn't know an to watch. He didn't say anything. He, he didn't. He just that was about the most interesting thing I think that he said. Um, there might have been a few other things about. Um, itunes streaming i think there was a slight hint there um you know but, but which we kind of know that they're doing yeah. anyway so yeah. uh there wasn't anything new but um, i mean we've got wwdc coming up in a few weeks so he's, he's not not going even away. a few weeks it's in uh, you know, eight days all, all things digital is not gonna top anything that they're going to announce at uh, wdc when it's under their control so you know Really, it would have been nicer for them to actually ask some totally different questions and perhaps sideball him, you know, you know put a, a wide ball in there so he, wasn't, he didn't know it was coming rather than just talk about Apple and, and that and just bring Apple and, and the state of Apple and uh, um, that sort of conversation in at a later stage. So, yeah, if you haven't listened to it, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, he, did mention, he did mention one
1: uh, wearable item that they're coming out with. And uh, that was the uh, the Apple iPocket watch. So you basically have in one pocket your phone, and then in the other pocket you have this pocket watch. And when something happens on your phone that's in your pocket, you reach into your other pocket and pull out your iPocket watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. He didn't, folks. He didn't
0: no, no, he I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, well, boy, don't dare okay. Shocker. Uh, shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Apple have released a new iPod Touch this uh, this week. Um, yeah, which, what's up with that? I I, which, I don't get which, that. Well, I'm hearing a few you know people speculating about this that because it hasn't got a now. Which side camera has it now? Not got. I can't remember. If it's a front facing or rear facing. Whichever rear facing one. Um, so which is you know, and it's also taken that tether off as well. You know, we yeah. put the tether on. Um, well, that doesn't bother I'll, me. But
1: why take off? The the back camera, I mean, that was like one of the selling features uh, of the iPod Touch is as a convergence device, you could also use it as your camera. And yeah. I can't – and the only thing with the front camera is the, – the only time you would use the front camera would be if you're like video conferencing,
0: which well, you can't do unless you have Wi-Fi. Well, unless they're coming out with a cheaper iPhone, which would then step on that ter- territory – uh, and if this cheaper iPhones still got a front-facing and back-facing camera, then you know you'd have a big toss-up between getting an iPod Touch if you've got lots of Wi-Fi about, or whether you get an iPhone. So, um, and and they've lowered the price. So I've got a yeah. feeling that's you know that's they're setting the keys out for the new territory. So that could be the reasoning, and they could be they could be doing some lowering of of prices in the iOS domain coming up, and that might be, and that may be where they're setting it. I don't know.
1: Well, pure, what I think happened—pure spe, speculation on my part. Yeah, account. yeah. Well, what I think happened was uh, that the Apple product engineer or the iPod touches was walking into the room and, like, he forgot to lower his head as he went underneath the door and and he just came in and said, "Yeah, we're going to take out the back camera," and everybody <laughs> said, "Brilliant,
0: brilliant!" They didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no, Nor maybe. did you when you walked through that low doorway. That's right. Now, now, Guy, yeah. we, we're coming up to the first break, yeah. and anybody who doesn't listen to um, many uh, or any of the other wonderful shows that are on network, um, the network, uh, the Stoplight Network, network right. um, m- we obviously play uh, promos for those other shows, but they also um, play promos for our show. Yes. And as you can imagine, folks, some of those promos – are slightly off the wall. <laughs> well, now, now the b- wait, is- before, before you go on,
1: um, most of the ads that we have for uh, the, the MyMac podcast that play on other shows on the Stoplight Network have been created by Gaz and myself. And, you know, we put them in a folder and we basically tell people, okay, you you know, if you're going to play a promo for our show, pick the one that you want. However, some people, <laughs> John Nemo, for example... <laughs> has, uh, has made a couple ads, not, o- and not only for our show, but he's he's made similar type ads for Tech Fan and Three Geeky Ladies and, and quite a few of the other shows. And what he yeah. basically does, uh, at least as far as ads for our show goes, he'll take, like, bits and pieces of what, what Gaz and I put out each week and kind of string them together in this concept. I mean, it, he, it, he's
0: really good at it. Yeah, it's like a summary of the show, isn't it, really? Yeah. And I think it's a real cool summary. So for you people that perhaps don't listen to those other shows, we were discussing this before and we were laughing at, at one of the promos. So we yeah. thought maybe you folks would like to hear it. So forgive us, but we're <laughs> going to promote our own show. Now. On our show. <laughs> okay, here it is. And uh, This is from John Nemo, if I didn't
1: make that clear enough.
0: You're listening to the G Man. People like me. Icusiun Hutan Igiten Dugo <laughs> Gaz Eta Gai Zaletu Zen. Garek Asco Gustio Deskagotu Ita Isico Horingo Bastian.
1: Which smears gums with peanut butter. Odia Guan Fiaeg Eldit Acabat Masa temps <laughs> in idiomes disconeguts. I adieu. Thanks for downloading this podcast. <laughs> Come on, guy, get a grip. Maybe she really likes fish. Oh, please. This is what it's like when you put it all together. Why don't you start us off? <laughs> and... That's that's one of the promos, that John. Thank you, John. That is such a great promo. I love. I mean, that if promo. people
0: don't listen to that and come straight over and download, I just don't know. You know what they're going to do? What the, what those people are like? We don't want those listeners. <laughs> I guess get us out of here. Okay, stand by to stand by because we'll be. You guessed it, right back. Excuse me, do you consider yourself to be a geeky lady? Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, I have an iPad. I have... This is my iPhone. Uh, I'm, I use Pinterest. I, I'm on Facebook. I love my computer. I, I can't live without my Photoshop. Okay, absolutely. okay. I get
0: it. You're a pretty geeky lady. What about you? Would you consider yourself a geeky lady? Absolutely. I have
1: Apple TV. I have my iPad. I have my iPhone 5. <laughs> I have an iPod. I have, I have Photoshop. I've got about 70 or 80 apps.
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm a geeky okay, okay. lady. Thank you. I get it. I get it. Well, what about you are you do you consider yourself a geeky lady hell no but that's why i listen to
1: three geeky ladies
0: skirting the very edge of respectability and train wrecks the g-men on the mymac.com podcast Welcome to the second section of the MyMac.com podcast, everyone. <laughs> yes. I'll be yes, good. We, we were playing the fools as is normal. Now, Guy. Yeah. Serious face. Okay. Serious face. I've seen what you've put into the second section. Mm. And I'm not sure how scared I should be. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably rant a little bit during mm-hmm. this section. I'll oh. let you go.
1: Okay. Um. There's a company. Called personal audio, and uh, they in 2009 they applied for a patent, which was awarded in 2012. And this is the description that they give the patent, and it's patent number eight one one two five zero four. And uh, what they say is the 1996 personal audio player incorporated a novel mechanism for automatically identifying and retrieving media files representing episodes in a series as those episodes become available this mechanism was wi- was later widely adopted as the industry standard technique called podcasting the personal audio server stored a compilation file that described individual media files which represented episodes in a sequence the compilation file was stored at a predetermined url known to the personal audio player and was updated as new episodes became available The client player could then fetch the current version of the compilation file from time to time when connected to the Internet and download new episodes identified in the compilation file so that they could be played immediately on request even when the client player was disconnected from the Internet. Now, as I said, this patent was applied for in 2009, And you would think that it would be invalid as it relates to podcasting, since at the very least, podcasting has been around since 2003-2004. Even fearless leader Tim Robertson talked about doing an internet radio show in 1998. However, personal uh, audio, besides essentially being scum-sucking leeches, who have offered no real contributions in regards to podcasting, has been very smart as they originally filed for a similar-sounding patent in 1996, not exactly the same, but they've taken very broad strokes here, making the one applied for in 2009 and granted in 2012 a child patent of the original. Now,
0: can I, can I, can I just say, sure, uh, these are your own personal views and not reflective of. Uh, any views of any network that we may or may not be associated
1: with. <laughs> well, actually, um, the, the very first part that I talked about is right off of Personal Audio's website. Yes, that's true. It was just the suck sucking leach oh, oh. that <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have that on their website. <laughs> <clears throat> in, in a press release from Fe- <laughs> February 2012... Personal Audio made the following claim, and this, again, this is right off of their own uh, press release. We invented what is now commonly called podcasting back in 1996 as part of an effort to develop a portable and personal audio system that would offer users a customized listening experience using content and data downloaded over the Internet, says Charles Call co-inventor of the 504 patent and a member of personal audio LLC. Now the, the problem is what Mr. Call fails to mention is that neither he nor personal audio actually created anything related to these patents. And I have looked, they've made nothing. They wrote some general outlines regarding the potential to perform a process And then sat back and waited for someone else to do it and then sued them. And as is typical for podcast trolls, they opened a ghost office in East Texas, hired some local lawyers, and by an amazing coincidence, the ghost office in East Texas is in the same building as these local lawyers, and started dragging locals into court to sit on juries because apparently... Many individuals in East Texas are too stupid, even even after all of this time, to see through this line of garbage. Now, I'm, I'm not it, saying that all people it, in I, Texas these or arguing. all people in <laughs> yes. East Texas are too stupid. However, for a lot of these, these patent-related trials, the people that they have dragged in from East Texas probably should not have been sitting on these juries. Because there's 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 so much abuse of this system. Anyway, uh, what personal audio has done, instead of actually creating something themselves, is go after the big names first. Apple, which they sued successfully in 2011, uh, in the previously mentioned Eastern District of Texas, in which Apple was found guilty of violating two patents and awarded $8 million. Or you know, uh, personal audio was awarded $8 million. Several other companies after this settlement Uh, They settled out of court for undisclosed amounts, and some of these were like the likes of uh, Archos and Kobe Electronics. (sighs) Anyway, there was a second lawsuit that, you know, they basically tried to sue Apple again for the same patents when Apple released a few new products in the, the same, you know, iOS line. And the district court denied it, saying that the previous suit covered all past and future uses of the patent. However, once Wi-Fi syncing of iOS devices was enabled, personal audio has sued Apple yet again for the same patents. Now, um, I've been talking quite a bit, Gaz. Uh, what's what's your take on all this?
0: Well, first of all, they are all personal views. I've got to put that out. and you know, we, We're all free. We're certainly free in this country to have personal views, and I hope you are in your country as well. Yeah, usually. Um, But I've got to say, your system is broken, Guy. Yeah. And and this is just another prime example of it. It, This is, I I mean, for me, I would just say, I'm going to use a naughty word here, but this is bullshit. It (gasps) really is absolute crap. I I just can't believe that this sort of stuff goes on. Um, And podcasters, beware, because this could get out of hand. Because I think they could they could start taking this to networks. Oh, they have, Um, and (sighs) that's going to put a lot of people's backs up. And if they try and sue, um, you see, Apple is still doing what. What I'm what I'm quite pleased. I'm pleased and disappointed at the fact that Apple, you know. lost the suit and had to pay, but the fact that they paid but carried on. Because they could have said, hey, we're not having any of this. We're shutting it down. But but what would happen if they started saying that this process could be applied to anything which is downloaded, which is deemed to be episodic? Yep. Like like anything from iTunes? You're you're not even talking about podcasts. Absolutely. I just find it incredible, incredible. And what I wonder – um. They don't have a patent over here. No, they don't. So, could this just force everybody to have their feeds going through other countries, where it is legal? Um,
1: possibly, but the, the the problem is is that they haven't limited this to you know I, the only way that that they could do that and and be able and Apple would be able to avoid being sued by them would be if Apple moved their entire corporate presence also. To that other country, and I, 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 can't see Apple doing
0: that. Well, I, I think, I, I think the, I, I got a feeling that Apple will continue to try and get over it, and, and either lose and have to pay the fine, or come to an agreement, because, it's not just, it's not just podcasters and the likes of us as podcasting, you know, that would get totally cheesed off if we got taken off the air because of it. You got big guys out there. You've got all of the big networks. I'm just thinking of the BBC. Yep. Because they put so much through, you know, I mean, their iPlayer, for instance, is exactly that. And they don't just do TV shows. They do their radio shows through it as well. And they have millions of people downloading, whether it be on an iPod or whether it be on a Windows phone, whether it be on uh, an Android device. Uh, this, this This is broken. Your system is broken, man. Fix it for well, heaven's sake for heaven's sake people in america start writing to your um, your member of well I'd call it a member of parliament but you know it's your <laughs> member of congress isn't right. it right yeah congress I, the, because uh, uh, the more i hear about these sorts of things the more i'm just amazed i really am and the
1: worst part is now if if personal audio had actually made a player you know something related the patent that they originally wrote in 1996 and had put it out and it had been either like a failed product or hadn't sold very well and then apple turned around and used uh you know let's say similar technology when they created the ipod then i could understand personal audio going after them but the fact remains that that what personal audio and other companies like this, and there's more companies like this than, than I, I care to even think about, is they attempt, and because of of the way the patent office works, uh, a lot of times succeed in applying for a patent for things that are ridiculously obvious or things that have been around for a long time. And because it had been around for such a long time, nobody even thought about trying to apply a patent for it. Well, then they do that and then they don't actually make anything. They don't actually create anything. They just go after the companies that have been successful (laughs) with a similar process.
0: I, now I understand that you've got to be a bit careful because the likes of Google, Apple, Microsoft—all the big companies—kind of do that as well. You know, they'll, well, they'll sure. put patents, they'll put patents out there left, right, and center, and not actually make anything with it. So, ah, but but hold on, hold on. At the same time, though, uh,
1: a lot of the lawsuits that Apple have against Samsung for existing Samsung products are related to patents that Apple has that they have used in their products. They're
0: not you know, because – let's face it. Apple has a portfolio of, of patents. Well, yeah, but hang on a minute, Guy. Crazy. Hang on a minute, Guy. Yeah, but whoa, 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 whoa. what I'm saying is they may have a patent for a product at the moment, and they may not use it. And if Google start using something which is akin cl- a, a, a cl- a, a to that patent, then – they're likely to bring that patent out and say, hey, Google, right, now come on, babies. So this company are not doing anything any different. What I'm surprised at is the fact that this is more of a concept. I don't I don't see that they've actually put a patent down for something. It's almost a concept. Yeah. Of, and I, I'm just amazed that... That it was even awarded. S- yeah, that's what I'm amazed at. You, you, you seem to be able to get now a patent for wiping your backside that's what amazing wait hold on i gotta take a note here for a second hold on okay go ahead you've got the patent number now i do i do but do you see where i'll be able to wipe their backside unless they pay me I'm i'm not gonna start counting but you see so so from that point perspective they have every right to do that because that's exactly what Apple and the other big companies will be doing they're putting it in the back pocket for use later but these are more like trolls waiting to make money out of it they're not actually manufacturing i don't see them as big manufacturers making money they're just sitting or even small manufacturers well even small manufacturers but i i don't understand the way the patents are being you know given out left right and center for stuff which isn't is a concept it's not a process which Is new. It's not. You know, you put patents in for new design, for new concepts, and I'm just struggling with this. I really am struggling. Well, the worst, the worst part is they
1: they applied for this patent as I described it at the beginning of this section in 2009, five to seven years after people started creating podcasts. But like I said, that they were clever in that they had something that kind of sounded like that in 96 yeah, just- but it wasn't exactly like that but they managed to convince the patent office that it was close enough which made it a child patent off of the original submission from Incredible. 1996 Incredible. now th- i guess the the big problem is is when you're talking about people applying for patents at the US patent office who are the people that are reviewing them not only for for validity But against prior art, because as soon as this had been applied for in 2009, somebody in the patent office should have said, "Uh, excuse me, hand in the air. Yeah, you know, people have been doing this for like five or six years. So, no, we're not going to give you this patent. But instead, I I don't think that that they have specific uh, talented people that are reviewing these patents uh, for validity before they just rubber stamp them and, you know, move on to the, to the next one. I mean, you, you look at the numbers here, you know, this is patent 8 million, blah, 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 whatever, the, you know, whatever that final number is 504. And I imagine, is it just like one guy in the basement of the patent office with a candle going? Yeah, uh, uh, that Hi, looks okay. I like Click. The of that one.
0: Yeah. I'm, it I'm,
1: yeah. I'm going to move that out.
0: I hope they do well, especially <laughs> in
1: Texas. Ha <Ha-ha>. ha! <laughs> good luck, good luck, everyone. Now, <laughs> the, the part that that kind of brought this to to my mind uh, wasn't some because I mean the, the original lawsuit against Apple was in 2011. Um, the the part that brought this to the forefront for me isn't that they're going after Apple is that now they're going after podcast producers. And, uh, the three big names that I've seen so far is like Adam Carolla's Ace Broadcasting. Uh, I think it's Yahoo puts out how stuff works. And I guess this is a big one. I've never heard of them before. Uh, Toji or Toki entertainment. No, I've not heard of them. And from doing some research, It's not just these three. There's, there's also some of, some of the other big names, CBS, NBC, ABC, you know, I mean, anything that these people are putting out as an episodic, um, you know, on a regular schedule kind of, of content. And we're not just talking about, you know, like podcasts, which, you know, sometimes also is referred to as internet, uh, radio. Um, that's like, that's like everything everything you find in iTunes for the most part other than other than just music is episodic where um, you've got TV shows a lot of times even even movies if they're sequels to movies you could you could almost apply a, a stupid patent like this and say okay well let's see you had Star Wars in nineteen seventy seven and then you came out with uh the empire strikes back and then return of the jedi well that's episodic you know I mean, I mean yeah okay it was from you know 30 plus years ago but uh we have this patent and
0: uh disney who now owns you know all the rights to lucas well uh, you need to pay us money you are audible because you you have a series of audiobooks presumably yep. that is episodic i mean it's um ah, i just give up and, and the worst part the worst part
1: is there's there's a method to almost all of this where they almost always almost always go through these courts in eastern Texas because for whatever reason the people that they manage to get on the juries for these for these patent trials apparently do not understand technology, do not understand prior art, do not understand that that the things that, that are being sued for here are, you know, beyond ridiculous. And they just keep saying, "Okay, well, there's company A, which is this little tiny company with this patent, and then the great big megalith company that is just rough shoddy all over their rights. So we're just going to give them lots of money. Doesn't matter that that you know all of this is is complete and utter nonsense." Oh dear. So, and I'm just hoping that you know, and, and big size from gas. Yeah, yeah. Well, on the plus side, though, uh, the electronic. Um, Oh, the EFF. What does what does that stand for? Electronic uh, something. Found, and now I got to look it up. Ah, damn it! I should have already <laughs> had Electronic Frontier Foundation. Foundation. Thank you. Uh, they have gotten involved in this, and they are uh, actively trying to protect. Not so much Apple. You know, Apple has you know lawyers coming out the wazoo, and you know they certainly don't need any help along these fronts. But for for the smaller guys, you know, and yeah. by sm- even even something as big as Ace Broadcasting from Adam Carolla and some of the other ones I mentioned, you know, these are guys that aren't making a whole lot of money at doing podcasting, but they are, you know, making something. And but not that they can afford to to put out, you know, the the huge amounts of money that would be required to fight something like this. So they are doing what they can. To help protect podcasting, and uh, if you can, please go over to the Electronic Frontier Foundation's webpage, and you can donate to them. Uh, don't, I don't, I don't think it's tax deductible, but it is going to be going to uh, to a good cause where they're trying to defend your rights in the digital age. Okay, take us out, guy. Before I start crying, yeah, yeah I swear, I'm getting an ice cream headache just thinking about this stuff. Uh, everyone. I mean- yeah, we're doomed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure someone somewhere has a patent for getting an ice cream headache, and I'll be expecting to hear from their lawyer any time now. So everyone else, and please don't sue me, stand by, don't sue me, just stand by. It will be, don't sue me, right back. Go
0: on, sue Hey, Guy, have you heard about Not Another Mac Podcast? Oh, Not Another Mac Podcast? Yeah, so you've heard of it, then? Heard of what? Not Another Mac Podcast.
1: Gaz, you keep repeating yourself. I'm just telling you the name of the show. No, you don't. You keep telling me about Not Another Mac Podcast. Yep, that's the one. What's the one? Not Another Mac
0: Podcast. Gaz, you nitwit Brit. Have have you been drinking... No, you big yank tank. Listen not another mac podcast is a roundtable discussion with mac users and experts from all over the world
1: hey guys we've been on that podcast are we experts now
0: oh brother you can find us in itunes by searching for not another mac podcast or get it through the stoplight network podcast feed
1: Just waiting for their chance at Angeli Jolie, the G-Men, on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the third section of the show. Uh, we have yet to receive a cease and desist letter from uh, personal Hang audio.
0: Hang on a minute. Postman's just come. Let's, you know. What's it say? You are contravening. Our patent 8 oh. 8, what's that say, 8-4 eight, 8-3, eight, I, I can't read this, it's all in American <laughs> <laughs> Who reads American anymore? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry guy. Uh, do they have a patent on, on you know, being an utter fool? Because <laughs> if they do, I'm in big trouble. Well, I'll tell you what I will not cooperate <laughs> <laughs> I never have in the past. <laughs> okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing ah, that thing. Oh, that thing. Oh, I like dog. I, I like that thing. Hit it. Gaz's tips, most
0: of them. and tips, most of them. tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. I'll play it again, guy. Hit it. That's the end Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Oh
1: no! You spoiled <laughs> it. Oh no, Actually, actually, you know, because after I hit hit the button, I without even thinking, I I moved over to the other to the other cart that has the 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 end of Gaza's tips,
0: and then I hit that. So stupid. Okay. Hit it. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> lost lost the routine now. Okay, do you have uh, a mailbox or a mailbox folder with subfolders in them? Because I know I do. I, I mean, I've got email addresses for the rugby and for various podcasts that i appear on and i've got other email addresses and i've got obviously the folders and i kind of put sub stuff in there as well and you've got the trash within it as well sure well i found a nice little trick because i'm often going to one of those subfolders or one of those folders often to just dump stuff uh in there and to obviously just go to that particular folder and you can click and drag it up to your favorites bar, to the um, format bar at the top. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and it adds that folder. And if you've got subfolders within that folder, it puts a little um, expose triangle on it. And then it comes up with all your subfolders within it. And it's on your favorites bar. Oh, um, Superb. That, that's right in mail, then. It's right in mail.
1: Now, yeah. you know where that might I, – I was listening to you – know, here we go off on a tangent. Uh, I was listening to the latest uh, Mac Geek Gab Yep. And um uh John Braun was they had a, a section on they were talking about mail. And at one point John Braun had 1200 different folders that he would use you know, for various things, you know, re- related to mail. And I was sitting there thinking Okay, so he's got this folder with twelve hundred different items in it. He drags that up to his to the mailbox bar, clicks it, and his entire screen just explodes in a series of subfolders. Okay, good luck finding anything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got some with obviously some fo- subfolders in, and they're not they're not quite as bad as that. But um, I. I Oh, God, really I hope not. So did they, did they mention this tip on there as well? Or no, no. Did you just think no, about that? No, I, I was just thinking about that as, yeah, as I, you were talking about this, it. Yeah, I, was came, I came across this tip on the web while I was obviously looking for Guz's tip. And uh, I, that was one that I thought I'm going to find that quite useful so I can get quick access to it. And so there you go. That and is cool. Ahead. Ah, hit it. That's the end of Gaz. Gaz's, tips. That's, end of Gaz's, Gaz's tips. tips. That's
1: the end of Gaz's, Gaz's tips. That's the end of tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me, Will finish, you me, let finish? me finish? Will you let me finish? Somebody finish! Ah, <laughs> uh, um, do you want me to go first with my app pick? Um, no,
0: I'm going to go first. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, uh, I've got an app on my phone which I should have used. Before I went out taking these images because then I might have noticed um, that if I took uh, an image every 10 seconds for a trip or for a journey that was going to take about two hours and 15 minutes, I would have noticed that a frame of 25 frames per second, I'd have taken around uh, 600, well, no, about 800 shots. And the movie that I would create from that would take me about 32 seconds. No matter how many
1: hours it took you to actually do the
0: work? Yeah, so if I'd got the interval right and changed it and changed it to five in, uh, um, uh, frames a second and then was walking for around two hours, ten minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it was, because we knew roughly how long we were going to be out, it would have actually created a movie which was one minute and about two seconds, which would have been more reasonable, and I might have spotted that. Had I used this particular app, which I have on my phone, which is called Time Lapse Helper, I've had it for a long time. I used to, I used it in the past when I was creating. I don't know if you've ever seen those um, time lapse videos that I've taken when we were in a, um, a almost. You can almost call it a beach hut. We lived, went to a, like a, a studio right on the beach. But do you
1: have that? Is that over there on your your gasmas website uh,
0: No, that's actually. It's probably on because I, I, I just
1: I just went to your website. It was a. A couple of days ago, I was, I was looking – I don't even remember what it was I was looking for.
0: Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. When you're doing your tip, I'll, I'll think – because I think it's on malpustowers.com uh, where I've got the video. And basically, oh, okay. it's a picture of the beach. And obviously, uh, we have some good tides in the UK. And the beach comes in. You can see the, the tide coming in. All the people like uh, are on the beach. And then the tide goes back out. And you can see the clouds down the, the coastline forming as they come over the – Oh, that's cool. Uh, the the edge of the land and it's it's they're pretty cool and i used that app then i should have used it today um but any time lapse uh helper or any time lapse uh, app will help you out to work these things out but this one is called time lapse helper it's an ios i use it on my phone ios app and it's free
1: what now those those videos that you took that may or may not be on various
0: websites uh, are those hosted on youtube no no they're actually they're hosted on the site itself
1: Oh, okay. Well, then you probably don't want to put a, a a link to it, so that you don't your your site doesn't get hammered. Oh, no,
0: it won't, no, it won't get. No, it won't get hammered. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. Well, why don't you put a link to one of them, and, and
1: what, I'll what include
0: I'll, that in the show notes. What I'll try and do is find where I've put them, because I, I can't remember. Where <laughs> that I've put
1: them. would be a good start. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Just go to the internet, type in something, and eventually
1: you'll find it. www where the hell is dot uk
0: dot co dot uk dot uk and they dot even... <laughs> <No>, com <laughs> they might they might not even be up of course I might you know I'm talking about this and I've, I've said all this they they, they... Oh, well, what do you know Just, it only exists but... in your mind
1: <laughs> but look at the pretty colors you <laughs> <laughs> John, you have our permission to use any of this that you want to make a new ad.
0: I'll um, if if they're not online, what I'll do is before you get the show notes out, I might just uh, send you a link and uh, I'll I'll put them on up on uh, online somewhere. And, but uh, but <laughs> you may not. <laughs> oh, I will do. I will do. Okay. <laughs>
1: They're really good as well. No, That's sound it sounds it sounds wonderful.
0: I just hope they, they actually exist. Do you know, they do exist. They do exist. Okay. They're just... I thought they were online, <laughs> but they may not be.
1: <laughs> well, something that actually does exist is my handpick this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's called... Oh, God, I'll never get through this. Oh, it's called Goldfish and it's by Fishbeam software uh this is web design software that is template ba- template based but it's different from anything else that i've seen uh each piece of the site i'm is... doing goldfish noises can you tell <laughs> yes i can it's completely customizable uh with the only restriction being it will stop the goldfish noises oh wait hold on i got something for that goldfish that's a dead goldfish. <laughs> and the only restriction being, it won't let you make a mistake that will make that will look bad as far as your design goes. It comes in two flavors: standard for uh, fifty nine ninety nine, which is good enough for most people, and the professional version for about a hundred and ten, if you need some of the more advanced features like e sales and, and things like that. Uh, good thing is if you are interested you can go over to uh, fishbeam.com and download it because they have trial versions of both of them. And as a matter of fact, this is you can also use this same program on Windows. He's he's made it available for Windows as well. So um if if you like it and you want to buy it and you don't want to be bothered having to try to find out when it gets updated, it's also available from the Mac App Store. And that's uh Goldfish by
0: Fishbeam Software. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, they're not online. <laughs> so I'm going to have to dig them off my MacBook Air because that's where they are. I know they are, and I'll put them up uh, online. And we'll I've got tell you an idea. I've got an idea get in time,
1: and we can use this. We can use this to entice people
0: to go over to our G plus community page. In fact, actually, it's a really interesting. Um, workflow that i use to do it so i'll tell you all about it next week and i'll have links up to where the videos are okay how about that <laughs> works for oh. me dear oh dear <laughs> what a disaster um anyway time lapse uh, helper it's free <laughs> oh, it links will be in the show notes we do have a people's pick and it's from mr g john nemo <laughs> <laughs> i know him <laughs> hold on hold on hold on there. Oh, right. It's from John Nemo. <laughs> it came through to us on May 19th. Um, <laughs> he says, he says, iPhoto iOS app on the iPad, second gen or later, terrific built-in effects plus localized enhancements using custom brush edits, the best $5 you'll spend all year. Nemo.
1: Nemo. <laughs> Nemo. Uh, it is good actually. That's, that's what he says. Um <laughs> there's there's no new iTunes reviews. Uh, Facebook last time I looked, I've I i do not care. It's 131. And you figure out what 131 means. Um if you can it's the same forwards as it is backwards. It is. Oh you're right. And we is that can a palindrome. Um no, it's a drome and pala. Ah. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. Doesn't mean anything. Uh, once, once Gaz has the uh, the what I currently believe to be non-existent videos, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> he will. Uh, he'll he'll more than likely post. I'm going go on holiday now, especially next week, just to get these videos done, so I can upload <laughs> them. Aren't I? That's what you're thinking. I'm going to do. Isn't yeah,
1: I? exactly. I I'm not fooled at all. Uh, he, hopefully, he'll put he'll put a link to them. On the uh, the MyMac Google Plus page, please go on over there. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We have we have a great time over there in uh, in Google Plus.
0: And, and as, as can you, you upload know, videos into Google Plus. Pardon me. Can you upload Google's into video? <laughs> 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 I've lost it. I've completely lost it. Can you upload videos into Google Plus?
1: I believe you can. Um, you could either right. do it that way, or you could just put a link. You know, do a. Put it, you'll know, put them in YouTube and then just put a link to the yeah, YouTube Yeah, Yeah, I'll do that. Thing. I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, so, no new iTunes reviews. Please join us over on Google Plus because we have a really, really good time there. And, uh, Gaz, yes? if, if somebody wanted to contact you and say, where the hell are your vacation videos? How would they do that? Um, they
0: can't. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. That's it. It's all finished. <laughs> um, yes. Email gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Dead. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz G A Z M A Z. You can contact both of us on twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. You could also contact us on feedback at mymac.com. Uh, guy, yeah. if if somebody wanted to contact you to say that they don't believe that I've got those videos, um, and they were agreeing with you, how would they contact you? Well
1: first, I have to work through the logic of that. Hold on, so they think that they don't exist or they believe that they do and are- okay, you know, I leave you
0: in the videos non existing
1: you know you can you can send me word via electronically something uh by sending an email to guy at mymac dot com and you can reach me on the Twitters to why, tell why? me pardon me why, why <laughs> Why, why not? (laughs) G-U-Y. Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't say it. I'll have to start doing that. G-U-Y, why? (laughs) Or you could uh, contact me on Twitter and tell me just what a twit I am at twitter.com forward slash (laughs) MacParrot. And we have a Skype telephone number. That, for the love of God, I swear I am going to pull the plug on if somebody doesn't call it soon, though I probably won't because I'm just like that. We have so much fun with this bit. We do. And that number, if you're outside of the United States, is plus one, area code 703, and that's zero with a Z, 436-9501. That number, Gaz,
0: is... Plus one, seven, zero, three, four, three, six, nine, five, zero, one. That's just one. Just, not, yeah.
1: Not no. one. Not yeah, you don't have one. to hit one, one like four or five times. No, no, just, so anyway. Just one, one, Just one, one, one.
0: Two, one. <laughs> I think, Guy. Yeah. That this has been the best show that we have ever done. Are you sure about that? I think we're good enough. Yeah. Smart enough. Oh, no. And doggone it, people sue us. <laughs> they probably will after all this is over.
1: And with that having been said, Jewiga dancing ul pudu podcasting il ibuga dol madia madiga kamzamnida idlainun jigan mialagal wanio. Sir, if you'll not be meeting me,
0: I'll close down for a while.
1: Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App
0: Minute Podcast. Uh, Sorry, do you want me to do the title and you do the intro? Oh, sorry. Don't start with me. You know what I meant.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Right. All right. Everything seems to be recording the way it's supposed to.
0: All right. Let me get Um, back. I'll do the the, the title. You do an intro after that. Yeah. Well, we're bringing this in. Okay. Happy with that? I'm happy. I'm always happy. Right. Okay. I'm
1: happy. Uh, they are, yeah, but these <coughs> were <Messerschmitts. laughs> There was a whole Messerschmitts.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> oh, pardon me. You feel better? I do now. Yeah, I bet. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the second section of the com podcast. Did you get any on you there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not nice.
1: I'm so sorry. It's not like I haven't done it too. Awesome. (laughs) What (laughs) do? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start again. Go ahead. Stupid boy. Yeah, that's me.